A different future starts with you. That's why GoDaddy does more than help you find a name. You can create, sell, and get found online. So any small business could be a driving force to create change or build an empire. We know old ideas aren't cutting it anymore. So we're calling for a new generation of thinking. Your way of thinking. So whatever you have in mind that will help make a different future, find everything you need to get started at GoDaddy.com. Because the future isn't decided yet. It's up to us to make it happen. Start different at GoDaddy.com. How's it going? Good. How are you? Good, thank you. We thought we would roll with the ultimate morning song. Such a tune. Because I, I had a look at the stats. You see? Yeah. Let everyone know what it is first, because I think everyone knows that song, but they don't know what it is. Hall and Oates. John Hall, Daryl Oates. Make My Dreams. There's lots of uh, You Make My Dreams. There's lots of remastered versions and stuff going around, which is exactly the same. Unless you're some sort of audiophile, you wouldn't be able to tell the difference. But, uh, yeah... Uh, I looked at the stats, and the majority of people listen in the morning. To that song? Yeah. It is a very no, good No, 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 not song. that song. No, the pod. Oh, oh what, the podcast? Yeah. Our podcast. It isn't just started at 10 in the mornings. In the mornings. Oh, mm. I wonder if people listen to it on the way to work. Yeah, or? exactly. So I thought, how about we go with a good morning start song? Yeah, really good one. Mm. Um, and tweet us what time you were listening to this po- podcast. Sorry. Yeah, help us reaffirm the stats, because yeah. not that I'm saying the stats are lying. No. <laughs> I quite try. I like the stats. Yeah, stats are helpful. The stats are good. But yeah, tweet us at starter for ten pod, pod number ten. The number ten. Um, what time you listen to the podcast today? Yeah, go for it. Give us a share. Yeah, maybe share. Give us a you share. Like. You know, we're building quite a nice little audience actually. Yeah, it's great. Well, it's good. Things are building. It's going well. Keeping it up. So, so yeah, we need to start for ten. Start for ten. Starter for ten. Um. New source or? Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, let's go. Let's find something interesting, something funny on. Um, uh, I don't know. Find an, find an interesting one. Okay. Um, I'm, let's go Google News and just see. Google News. Something interesting. Well, we got the mail. The mail. We got the mail, which is. is that's a, well, that's the mail a, is a reliable trash news source. Exactly. So. Yeah, the mirror would probably be quite good for this, but this time out yeah. we're going with the mail. What we got? Okay, uh, let me have a look. Hang on. George is behind the wheel again. No, I have. Yeah, I found it. Yeah. So if this, this if is, it didn't is, work, this it's is, his fault. The, yeah, this is this is good, and it, it's lucky because it was right up there. Revealed. Oh, I like a story that starts with revealed. Six-year-old boy in inverted commas, picked up by bra tycoon Michelle Moen. Is that how you say it? I don't know. Probably. We'll find out. Michelle Moen. In front of 3,000 people in Vietnam, it's actually a baby-faced 22-year-old <laughs> estate agent. <laughs> so, some celebrity has taken this photo op and thought yeah, they were lifting up a child happened. and have yeah. picked up a man with some sort of growth defect. Yeah, it says, uh, six, yeah, six-year-old boy cuddled by laundry... Laundry. Oh. Oh. Laundry. Tycoon Michelle Moon now revealed. I'm not going to try and say his name. Yeah, say his name. I'm going to try and say his name. New New Yin Tan Fat. 
Yeah, you shouldn't have said the name. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's a baby-faced 22-year-old estate agent from Vietnam. Uh, it previously been claimed that he was a 46-year-old married man, apparently. But no, he's not only a man, but he's not married. Oh, he's a single man. And he's single. A single man, reveal yourself. Yeah. yeah. So, looking at the photos, he does look like a six-year-old kid a very stylish six-year-old kid in his suit and his sunglasses he is dapper but, <laughs> that photo, but you do see kids dressed up like that nowadays and the photo of her holding him he does look like a six-year-old oh she's cradling like a baby she like is she's holding him, him like a young under child the, he's holding she's holding him under his base unbelievable holding him yeah um there is a photo of him in a suit and i i don't know how anybody could take him seriously but, oh, oh hang on there is an there's a p- photo of his id okay I can confirm his date of birth is the 4th of the 12th, 1993. Ooh. Mm. Unbelievable. Um, He's oh, a bit younger an, than me. Oh, there's a mugshot here of him. He does look very young. He looks, Yeah, he looks young from a distance, but you look close and you can see it. You can see he's actually about 20-something. Wow. You can see it in his eyes. <laughs> the eyes tell all, Angus. The eyes tell you that he's... Had 22 years living this life, and he's sick of it. <coughs> he's seen things that he's seen things that no man should yeah. see. Yeah, you can see it. He's tired. He's weary. He's had a tough life. He's had a tough 22 years, and it's all culminated in Michelle Moon lifting him up. Yeah. So um, that is a ridiculous <laughs> news story. Should we find out how to say her name properly before we? Um, yeah. Before we move on. It's got to be on YouTube. Michelle. <coughs> is she the one who was on... Uh, <coughs> she did some presenting on The Apprentice, You're Fired. I don't know. I've never heard of her before. Well, I'm not really up on my bra tycoons. <laughs> Me neither. <coughs> the only one that I know who probably isn't even a real one is um, the guy f- the guy that owns the Cobra company. What Cobra Beer. Cobra Beer. Have you seen the adverts? Is Cobra. He that's not a bra, that's Braco. Cobra. Yeah, but have you not seen the TV advert? No, sorry, you lost Okay, me on the there. TV advert is by day. The Cobra <laughs> factory makes smooth Indian beer or whatever it is. But by night, it turns into Braco. And they make bras. Really? Finely laced. Oh, I like it. That's a good marketing, that it's is. It's a really good advert. We like that. Um, but yeah, I'm trying to find out how to say. Oh, hang on, here we go. This is, surely this is. Uh, no, hang on. Come on. Sorry, man. It's hard. Got, he's not very good behind the wheel. Um, I am. Leave it out, yeah? Uh, I, screw it. I can't, I can't find a video. I can't find it. I'll come back to it later. <sighs> yeah, but I can't. That's not really how this works. Do you have any embarrassing young children's stories? Oh, my God. Do you have any embarrassing <coughs> young children's stories? Oh, too many to mention. <laughs> <laughs> not you as a young child. Experiences you've had with young children. I've never held a baby. I've... I've tactically avoided holding Yeah, I children. think I've done it on purpose. Yeah, I have had a few occasions. My bo- I went around to my boss's ham- house when his daughter was born. I went there with my girlfriend, you know, just to say hello. And you're like, oh, you can you hold, you um, can and hold the like, baby? And they're like, oh, you hold the baby if you want. And I was and like, like, I was like, yeah, no, 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 she, she, can, she can hold it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so the girlfriend holds it. Jazz holds it. Yeah. Sat there holding it. And I'm, I'm just like, no. It's quite a lot of uh, responsibility on holding the child. Yeah, I'm not into that. Well, I was it's uh, just what happens if something goes wrong. Yeah, you potentially you drop them. You could drop it. You could kill it. 
Don't say it. <laughs> Them, at best. You could kill, you could kill him you could. or her. You could. Mm. I don't want that on my conscience. Yeah, but there's more... Conscience? But, but you're less likely to kill it. You're more likely to just cause some sort of small injury that would wreck their day. Wreck their day? Yeah. Or, A or every single time that... Every single time that anything goes wrong in the future, they'll be like, "Oh, maybe it was because George dropped him on his head." <laughs> so, so when he's when he's like two answers short of graduating university, where he that's his, that's the difference between getting a I don't know a two one a two and a one first. and a first. Those two points are the two brain cells that he had dropped out of him as a child. <laughs> <laughs> no, that is not. So maybe I intend to keep it that way and not hold a child. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna avoid holding a child until it's my child. Oof. Yeah. Hell. Maybe, maybe I'll. That went zero to a hundred real, real quick. That's pretty serious. Well, I mean, it's a long way to go. Long way to get um, some experience on how to hold children. Yeah, it's uh, it's funny. Not not like it's my child, but I was talking about this earlier. When we um we got our dog, the first day you like bring him home, and he stood there in the in the kitchen, and you don't really have a clue what to do with him. You know what really you don't know if he's happy, you don't know if he's if he's doing everything right. And also it's a really traumatic day taking you taking home a dog. You think it's gonna be really lovely. Yeah, they're but probably you're like, crying and stuff, aren't they? Yeah, separate separation anxiety and everything, and you've got to be firm and stick with it. But it was it's like it's really nice looking back on it when you see it through these like rose tinted history glasses. Yeah. But actually, it's quite traumatic. And you I had literally no idea what to do. Just put it in a bed and yeah. give it a toy. And, and then it just ate Everything and pooed everywhere. <laughs> oh, night one, Pukano. Oh, mama. Oh, mama. Yeah, Pukano. Pleasures of owning a dog. Yeah. I wouldn't change it for the world, though. He's the best, man. Hmm. Yeah. Getting a dog's probably a good way to prepare yourself for children. Really? No. I don't Do know. Do you not think? No. Well, I don't know. Does Harder? No, not as hard, because you can just leave him. You can't, like, leave a child. Because there's a thing. When you, when you have a puppy that's, like, super young, they're quite... They require a lot more input. They're quite dependent on you. Whereas a child is needs all that input and dependence until they're about eight. So you've got like eight years of it. Whereas if you buy the yeah. right dog, they could be dead by that point. If you, if you choose wisely, if you got, if you went like, if you got a Great Dane or something, or a Newfoundland, a really big breed that die really young, yeah, could be you could be on dog number two. Play your cards right. If you're all about quantity. I don't know. <laughs> 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 I don't, I don't uh, know. See where your goals are, or you could go and get like a mongrel crossbreed, like like I have a little little weirdo crossbreed that's medium sized, small to medium sized. Will go on for like eighteen years, a little sort. Yeah, it's crazy, isn't it? You'll keep eating the back of Xbox controllers for another eighteen <laughs> years. Not happy about that. It's crazy how long um, different species last for, though. Not species, that's the wrong word. Yeah, uh, that is that is very interesting though. Where the that you potentially. I'm not, I wouldn't recommend, I'm not recommending that we've got any extreme dog breeders here, but you could actually you create... Could breed just for length of life. Yeah, but you could also create... It's it's very hard to see how a toy, I don't know, the smallest dog you can imagine, like a, a chihuahua, mm. comes from the... Is, has the same... Is a viable mate mm. for a Great Dane. So obviously, I don't. You couldn't. You'd have to do it in a test tube because physically, there's probably a there's, there's limitations. There's like genuine physical limitations yeah. of key in the lock. It wouldn't work. Hmm. Well, you wouldn't be able to put a Great Dane in a Shih Tzu, but you could probably put a Shih Tzu in a Great Dane. Well, you could put a whole Shih Tzu inside <laughs> the Great Dane. Just the Great Dane's mouth. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. 
But yeah, I, God knows what you what I do not even want to know what would come out of it. But um, be a ding shoe. Well, it would just be a, a medium sized mutt. A shit scene. But it's a very <laughs> shit scene. <laughs> It would have a great name. <laughs> it would have a great name. But then that's a bit like if you cross a, a Shih Tzu and a Poodle, you have a shitty poo. <laughs> <laughs> but it's not really. It's just a mutt. But <coughs> That's fantastic. I think that's the best crossbreed name I've ever heard. Yeah. I don't Although I like Cockapoo. I think Cockapoo's great. Yeah. That's what that's what my dog is. Rory. Yeah. He's funny. You'll probably see a picture of him somewhere. They're all over. That's all I ever take photos of in my life, really. It's like my son. Oh. <coughs> I've dropped him, though. Yeah, you can get away dropping a dog, though, because they yeah, sort of land. <laughs> on he just lands like, yeah, he's, he's all right. Mm. Yeah. You used to have a dog, didn't you? Yeah, we used to have a dog. Uh, he died uh, oh, ages ago. That boy down a bit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> didn't intend on <coughs> it. Yeah, he was a, a Border Collie Cross Alsatian. He was... Border Collie Alsatian yeah. Cross. Yeah. Wow. It was yeah. He was he was quite cool. Yeah. Um, so clever. Mm. This is the thing that I that that is amazing with dogs. I haven't noticed it in other animals, but I'm sure there are other animals. They're so clever. So switched on. They get bored. The clever ones seem to get bored easily. Maybe. And yeah. that's the problem. Yeah. You find like. You know, they know they shouldn't be doing something and they'll get bored within three minutes and then they'll just go and go in the bin. It's so just, it's weird. Like, I remember he, if I was ever ill or if one of us was ill, he would be like there. He would just know you weren't well and he'd be there by your side. They can smell it, it's can't like, they, apparently? It must be able to, it must be something like that. They must they, smell, maybe it's hormonal yeah, or something. Yeah, well, they train dogs to smell um, diabetes hypo-awareness dogs. So if you're having a really? hypo and you've got low blood sugars... A dog can will be able to give you the alert that you're because well, some diabetics like uh, type one, which is like diabetes, which is just purely insulin controlled. Yeah. Type one diabetes. Uh, <coughs> yeah, type one diabetics. As you become like you slowly lose your awareness of knowing how high your sugars are. Like in a normal, oh, in right. a functioning person, you know when you've got that. Oh, I I feel a bit funny, like a bit not drunk, but you feel like. Um, uh, yeah. How can I describe it without just saying, oh, you feel like your sugars are low? Yeah, you feel like uh, you're a bit, like, not Down with it, a bit sweaty, a bit spaced out or whatever. That's like being a technically mm. a hypo on low mm. blood sugars. But the longer, the more times that happens, you become less aware of knowing what those feelings are. So then effectively it becomes really dangerous because you don't know you're low, so you don't know to eat a third of a Mars bar or whatever. Yeah. And next minute you're in a coma. So, so they've trained dogs Yeah, dogs can that. smell it. That's... Amazing. I think I believe they have cancer. Uh, dogs that can smell cancer for diagnosis. Really? Yeah, pretty sure. It must be to do with like um, pheromones and stuff, or hormones, mm. or it must be something like that. Rory's totally useless. The other day, I um, was I I passed out coughing. Basically, I just like like you know if you you know if you like choke on talcum powder, that kind of coughing where you're deeply. Like coughing so hard you can't even breathe in anymore. Yeah, one of them. And then yeah, I obviously the pressure increased too much and I was going very red in the face and I fell over. And I come round the floor. He's just licking my face. <laughs> Nothing useful. Not alerting anybody. He's, he's not trying like, to wake you up. <coughs> God knows what he's trying to do. Like, if he was helpful, he'd go run and find someone and drag them over. 
But no, he just sits there licking me. <gasps> well, he probably would have trouble when he got to the front door because he wouldn't be able to open it. Mm. True. <laughs> if somebody else was in the house, I don't know. Yeah, well, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> could, uh, yeah, he could do it being trained to do some new, more useful things. You could train him to do the Tesco shop. No. No? no. I dislike the Tesco shop. I hate the Tesco. I, I, I would do anything to not have to do that. Yeah, the culture's changed, though. People aren't doing big, big Tesco shops anymore. No, it's all little, isn't it? Yeah, and it was that was refer- that was a big... Um, that They saw that in their financial report not so long ago. Really? Yeah. Huge. I think, didn't they post... Didn't Tesco post the biggest loss by any company, any British company of all time or something? What, last year? Yeah, and then this year it's sort of come back into Yeah, they're the doing all right, aren't they? Back in the black again. But they've obviously had to re... They've sold quite a lot of stuff as well. Yeah, but like... their businesses. Like you say, it. I imagine they've had to look at what was... What was what, and... Uh, so sm- so smaller shops. I wonder if that's because people have less money, or... <coughs> don't know. <coughs> because maybe they have less money over a short period of time. I don't know. It seems that people are going... Uh, basically just bargain bargain hopping yeah just buying so what they can they work out what's best from all the different places yeah and then go and spend yeah. 40 20 quid in Lidl 40 quids here yeah, and there yeah. as opposed to, so to going to three shops and spending 40 quid as opposed to spending doing a big shop of 100 100 pound plus yeah, in exactly. one in a one off shop yeah cuz i re- yeah it's i remember when it's a full time job though, when we were younger to go we, we i would we would just go to tesco and do a huge shopping tesco and that be it yeah because now we, we go to different places. You'd hang off the side of the trolley and convince your mum you needed donuts. Yeah, and just s- sneak things into yeah, the trolley. Yeah, of course. That's like, that was the rules. That was the only reason why you'd go. When I was um, about, oh, I don't know, less than 10. I don't know, I was quite young. We did the Christmas shop in Tesco, Ooh. right? And being a kid, I was quite... always listened to everything that went on, and I overheard the conversation. I heard mum and dad said, we need peppercorns. <coughs> Don't forget black peppercorns. All right, yeah, I remember the peppercorns. All right, don't forget the black pepper. We need black peppercorns, right? <coughs> so I, I picked up on this as a kid. Christ knows how. Anyway, so walking around Tesco, um, I, was, I don't know, what, you know, we're just walking around Tesco. And we walk past, and I see, like, a, a, like a long, thin bag of, of pe- black peppercorns. Peppercorns are one of those things, though. Peppercorns you They're buy them once. You buy them once and they'll last you for three years. Well, yeah, so this is obviously our three-yearly <coughs> peppercorn purchase. So I picked it up, put it in the trolley, got around the thing, you know, went home and everything. Everything was absolutely fine. Nothing even thought about it. Anyway, I hadn't picked up peppercorns at all, right? I picked up peppercorn salami. Okay. <laughs> so it's like a salami co- covered in black peppercorns, right? So anyway, mum and dad, or dad probably, finds this in the fridge and he's like, <laughs> when did we buy that? Did, did you buy this? I was like, no, I didn't buy this. Did you buy it? Where did this come from? <laughs> and anyway, obviously it came out. I picked it up, thought it was black, black, black pepper. It was actually black pepper salami. Anyway, delicious. Was it? Yeah, highly recommended. I thought where this was going is that you were going to have to no. individually pick off each peppercorn and put <laughs> it in the mill. But <laughs> no, so yeah, we ate it. It was really nice. Christmas food. Yeah. yeah. I love Christmas food. What's yeah. your favourite meat at Christmas? Uh, not turkey. The not last few yeah. years, the last few years, uh, like dad supplied the turkey from a very kind man at work, mm. and I would rather not have the turkey. I I always, even if you cook it perfectly, it's dry. It's the driest. Yeah, it's a dry meat. meat. The the like the breast meat is the yeah. legs and that don't tend to be too bad. The best the breast meat on it. So like when I was younger, I guess I was more picky. I'd be like, oh, I only want the white meat. So you only have the white yeah. meat, and it was dry. It was like dry as a bone. Yeah, I don't know why. Don't really it's understand like powder, it. powder. The thing dry. I don't understand is 
I don't know if you've ever had. Have you ever had a goose at Christmas? No. We we've okay, literally I been love. just on turkey, and that's why I'd be like. I don't want the turkey. Can we just have a nice big joint of beef or something? Yeah. Ooh, I don't yeah, care about the beef. tradition. So we, we've had goose a couple of times. Um, and it is... It's great. If you get really good goose... We've had like goose from Little. It's no good. If you manage to find somewhere and get really good goose, it's really nice. Anyway. What I don't understand is... Way, 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 way back, like Charles Dickens times, which is what, the 1800s? Um, Victorian ages. Mm-hmm. That sort of time, geese was what all the peasants were eating, and mm. turkey was what the rich people had, and you can see it because it's in um, uh, oil Christmas paintings Carol. and Christmas. So in are we taking the, the Christmas Carol? The Christmas Carol to the, be uh, historically correct. Yeah, li- yeah it's, it is. It's fairly. It's fairly accurate on on that. Little Tim but, as uh, well. Yeah, 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 yeah. Sure. What what day is? Oh no, it's the other <coughs> one. Oh, so it's Christmas Day. <coughs> anyway, so. <laughs> What I don't understand is how back then goose was like the cheap thing that the like you know peasants must have ate, just had an abundance. and nowadays geese is the more exclusive thing. Doesn't make sense. Why well, you just said peasants a second? Throw back to Mitchell the other day. Hit any peasants this week? <laughs> Roadkill. I haven't, I haven't hit any peasants. <laughs> I actually weirdly I caught up with him the other day. Um, he came round. We were like playing around, having a cup of tea and whatever, messing around. Demolished another pack of biscuits, and uh, yeah, he'd actually hit a hit a pheasant. <gasps> so it was almost so like first time. So now oh. he's now he's he's joined the club. I still yeah. haven't hit anything. Team roadkill. Hit curb. <laughs> hit the curb. Mm. I was in I was in uh, in just in the, t- in the city in Exeter the other day, and the bus went over went round a turn, and as it clipped the curb, it the tire left the rim and it burped the tire. <laughs> the tire came off the rim. What? Yeah, the stagecoach bus. <laughs> So he was, obviously everybody on board was very miffed off. I was like, it was a very odd sound. It was a very like breathy bang. That'd be my best way to describe it. It was like a pop, but I'm not even going to try and make the noise. <laughs> yeah, because it was obviously a massive rush of air leaving, but it was like a still a poppy bangs kind of sound. Weird. Very odd. Yeah. That's, but that's just do the weight and the twisting action. Yeah, no, I still haven't hit anything, which is good. Yeah, I well, I hope it stays that way. I wouldn't l- once again. I wouldn't recommend going out killing. No. Same advice. Same as <coughs> I as um, stands. Did you know that they used to serve lobsters to prisoners, like death row pr- prisoners and stuff, as what, as routine? scum food? Yeah, lobster was considered like scum food. Food for the scum. Why? I don't know. So I was at uh, this like fish restaurant place the other day. A whole lobster. 45 quid. Yeah, I, I can't get That's a that. lot of money, isn't it? I, is it? I, I heard a fact this week. You might have to check this. Um, lobsters just live forever. Oh, live yeah, no, that's yeah. true. Yeah. They Lob- just lobsters live. are... What's the term? Um, they live it's like forever until we until yeah. you catch them. Or they yeah, get they, killed by a predator. Yeah, they, they are um, immortal. As a jellyfish. Yes. Jellyfish are also immortal. Yeah, they'll go on and on forever. Hmm. Or appear to, anyway. Yeah, well, I, I guess we don't have the data. I mean, they could go on for a thousand years and then die at a thousand, but we'd never know, would we? Yeah, uh, well, you can kind of simulate it. Yeah. I a think bit like that that IKEA bed simulator, you know, oomph, it's called. Oh, yeah. They built that thing. Was it Duff? Well, it was named yeah. after the noise it made, yeah. which was Duff, 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 Duff. Yeah, I think that's it. Where they test the new mattresses for, like, a million uses. I like that. find it. What, Duff, the IKEA mattress tester? We must do. It was a telly advert, wasn't it? I think so, yeah. I think Did so. Did you see... Oh, it's Doink, it was called. Doink. 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 
Yes. Doink. And it was like a big ram. Yeah, it's coming up now. Uh, yeah. Yes. It's like a hard pillow on a pneumatic ram that's just... Doink knows you people do more than just sleep in your bed. So Doink quality tests our mattresses to guarantee them for 25 years. And if you find you don't love your new mattress, just exchange it for another. Happy Doinking leads to a happy home. <laughs> Good advert. Fantastic marketing. I do like <laughs> IKEA's marketing. I think it's brilliant. You are... Um, yeah, you're not supposed to. You're supposed. To, you're definitely not supposed to keep your mattresses twenty five years. Yeah, that's a long time. It's like uh, there. There's a health issues with those. You ever hoovered your mattress? Mm, uh, yes. The amount of dust that comes out yeah, of that thing is horrendous. Mm. It's well, that's just dead skin. Mm. Just to take that to a horrible place. Mm. How much? So much dead. Did skin. Did you see the video of the um, the guys alpine skiing through an IKEA store? I thought you were going to say skiing through dead skin no, then, and I was going to be Ikea like, store. oh, no. It's amazing. So basically, they had a Swedish guy and a Finnish, <coughs> Finnish? <coughs> Finnish guy. I think it was Finland and Sweden. Um, and they were like, oh, not Alpine, it was cross country. Mm. And they, cr- they had this like race through an Ikea. Obviously, it was an arranged thing, but the oh. people in the store didn't know. Oh, wow. And they set out like a little course. It's so funny. So they're like um, cross-country skiing, which, you know, is like the one where they run, basically run with yeah, skis. Yeah, there's like half And they go like upstairs and downstairs and stuff. Um, and there's this bit where they have Nerf guns and they're firing them at members oh, of the wow. public. It's so That's funny. Good. Look it up. It's I, saw, I can't um, remember who wins, but I'm not going to tell you anyway. You see it quite... Uh, well, it's not common now, but you see in the... In the, like, the mountain bike world, they do um, like down mall racing, they call it. It's big in like Eastern Europe. Down mall? <coughs> yeah. So they sh- they'll race, they'll ride a, they'll put set up a downhill race and they'll ride yeah. down escalators and stuff on mountain bikes and through a shopping centre. They close off a shopping centre. Crazy. <sighs> and they do, and obviously the videos that everybody's seen in the, uh, like, Colombia, where they race down through the, the favelas and there's like dogs and women and children poking their heads out everywhere. That's and, amazing. And they are, the the GoPro, the helmet cams, they are just on another level. Uh, I just don't know how they're, how they're doing it. It's incredible. So mu- so much trust. And it's also things like, obviously if you're just riding in, like if you're, if you're doing, say for instance, just normal World Cup mountain bike downhill, the, the level is insane. But, there's, there's not many, there's no variables. You're not, the only variable is the track, which is like, a rock, have a rock move between your last practice run, which is yeah. like, the variables are tiny. Compared to a child or a dog stepping out, you, <laughs> like you can't, you can't do anything about that. No. Well, if, if a jo- dog or child steps out, it's either them or or you. And if you, I saw somebody get hit on a um, hit on a bike uh, crossing over in London. Like a, a, they ran a cyclist ran a red light into a pedestrian, and it is a yard sale. It is horrendous. Hmm. It, you get clattered. So, and the the person on the the, the pedestrian comes off worse. Yeah, I'm sure. Bec- and. Well, they, I mean, that must be. That's quite a lot of mass, isn't it? Crashing into a pedestrian. Yeah, and handlebars and. Yeah, brakes and everything are just blunt, sharp, or ob- blunt objects yeah. that will. Well, and sharp. I mean, a, a, a disc brake is probably quite. The, even the wheel itself is probably quite. Yeah, you wouldn't want a chain ring in your leg or a from chain, a yeah. static. Well, that's what they. Yeah, that's the. I'm not going to go text cycling technical geek. I'm not going to take it there. But yeah, there's a big. Uh, in road cycling, Tour de France, for for instance, they were it tried. They were interested in introducing disc brakes. To the mm. peloton to see if it's going to be interest. See if it will help didn't, things. I didn't know they don't use. Uh, 
Yeah, they use so they're still on rim brakes. But obviously, mm. if you if you go like down a like a big alpine descent in France, I mean, you could be going downhill at forty mile an hour for twenty minutes off the you top would of a mountain. Cook those brakes, those brakes are going to be glowing. Absolutely they are going to be red yeah. hot. So yeah, if you be. have a crash, and you've got red hot brake on skin. Yeah, it melt through you. Exactly. Neck. There's a safety issue, which is the, was, was the argument is. And um, so yeah, they started to introduce it. Somebody got cut by a brake, apparently. But I mean, people have been getting clipped by ch- cut by chain rings for as long for for however many years we've been riding yeah. bikes, like, and it wasn't a problem. But now this seems to be kicking off. You get these people though; they probably don't even care because you get the, the, some of these professional sports people and extreme sports people are nutters. Yeah, they must just have a switch in their head and they just turn it off. <coughs> yeah, you see it especially in uh, things like those base jumper guys, like yeah. the proximity flyers and people like that. Who, who unbelievable? Who have reached a point in their life where they live, they live for it, and they have to do it. They like they can't stop because they can't. There's no other yeah, way of getting no, their kicks. Yeah. Plus a slippery slope. Yeah, because there's only one way that those kind of things. You're riding the. You, well, yeah, you do it till you da- till you kill yourself. Though. Yeah, you're you riding more and more extreme until yeah. yeah. And you're doing your 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 odds aren't good. No. With with those things, with 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 base jumping especially. I mean, yeah. The statistically, you're quite likely to die. And I'm not. It's not one of those things we can always go by statistics. But your chance in your hand every yeah, pe- time. There are people who have um, skydived, and the parachutes failed, but they hit the ground and survived. Yeah. It's mad. <coughs> but like <laughs> they say, if you hit water, it's like hitting concrete, isn't it? Yeah, that would be worse. Or the best chance you've got if you've got like a your parachute. It's very rare that you're going to hit the ground without your parachute coming out at all. Yeah. At all. So what you what the be- the chances where people have come off best are where they've landed like in trees. Yeah, and the parachute's taken some. And the, they've they've like been partially slowed mm. as they've come through the canopy, but not been gored. I, heard I mean, it's lucky you're you're using up a, nine. I heard a story of someone, someone who um who crashed. Uh, and into a bush or something, I don't know, mm. like a thorny bush, whatever, Oof. right? And they were out cold, like they were gone. They were basically like so much damage that mm. they they were dead, and no nobody was going to get to them for a while. Well, you wouldn't know where they've gone. Y- yeah, like they you have a rough idea where you are, but blah, blah, blah. anyway, but they had happened to land in an ant's nest. Or did they just get like eaten alive? Right. Wait, I I don't know what type of ant it was, but. It, it probably wasn't, but let's just say it's like a bullet ant or like a red fire ant or whatever they're called. Um, and basically, this person just got bitten by hundreds, if not thousands, of ants. Did that kill them? No, it saved them. So oh. what happened is, all these ants bit this person, and the body, the, the, their, their body just went nuts and just threw like crazy amounts of adrenaline. Some, something made equivalent. them like convulse. Yeah, and so their 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 whole body was just running at about two million, you know, beats a <coughs> second from the from their heart, and it kept them alive until emergency services came rescued them. Wow! Emergency services are like, if you hadn't landed in this ant's nest, you'd have been dead. That's mad. No chance. We, I went gliding once years ago, years and years and years ago with scouts. It was like one of the best things I've ever done in my life. So cool because it's so quiet, but it was terrifying. But they gave us a parachute that was like. A pre-war parachute that was almost. They, like they like even an said, silk "Yeah, they even said at the time it probably won't work." They, they actually they, that's encouraging. They pre-warned us putting it on with, "Oh, I wouldn't worry about that. It probably won't work anyway. You're not going to be high enough for it to work or something." Well, we we went up to about 
I think it pulled us up to about 1,200 feet, so what, 400 metres high. high. Oh, real high. Yeah. If a parachute's not having any effect by 400 well, metres... you skydive metres, at 15, don't you? 15,000. This was 1,500. Oh, right. So, so yeah. Um, no. But it was... um. Yeah, so it was. It's only four. It's like four hundred meters high. So unwind a unwind a running track. Put it this way, buddy. High enough time that I would hope that a, that a, a parachute think, yeah, would have enough. Think so, wouldn't you? Yeah. Yeah, because there was a. They had some horror story of somebody. They had to teach you how to take off your harness thing to unbuckle it because there'd been somebody at another airfield who, as they'd unbuckled their harness, they'd taken they'd stepped out of their parachute as well, and left the parachute in oh the seat. God. So they just like left their rucksack in there and just gone out and hopped out and to their turn themselves Demise. into jam. Yeah. I, I think you do actually turn yourself into jam too. I don't think yeah, there's I don't a lot left. How how would a glider crash? I mean surely the only the worst thing that can happen on a glider is a wing falls off. Because yeah, you think I think you'd, mechanical you'd, you'd, failure. You just glide yeah. to the ground. If if you weren't being sensible but presumably you could miss the runway. But surely that, I mean, your chances of survival there are probably still quite high. Well, it do, yeah, but, but you go quite quick. I mean, you're going like 40 miles an hour, probably, mm. uh, as it's 30, 40 miles an hour. So if you hit a square, like, wall, if you went 40 to zero yeah, in, yeah, yeah, yeah. you're going to have... Serious, it? Well, it's going to be a, quite a shunt, but like you say, it's not going to be a fatal blow. No. So, Fatality. Yeah. But, like, yeah, in a short of a wing falling off, I can't really see how no, you're going to... Me neither. It was, it was terrifying, though. It pulled you up just a giant drum, like a big cable. So you didn't get pulled up by a plane oh, or anything. Oh, right. Oh, I see. <coughs> so the cable pulls you along really fast along the ground, and you pull up like a plane. Oh, that's cool. And you keep holding on to it. You, like, it's attached to the plane, and then you, 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 you essentially pull a lever that drops the, that oh, drops yeah. the, ho- the hook, yeah. and it mm. falls to the ground on a little parachute. And the guy, when, I was, when he took us up, my like, instructor man... Uh, he was like, we'll, we'll stay on it for as long as we can to get a nice good pull to get us as high as we can. So we're almost, if, I guess, presumably, we were almost vertically above the cable drum thing as by the time, so we stayed on the drag for as long. So it's, if you imagine, it's like a giant like protractor shape, like a big arc, so it pulls you up yeah, yeah. and you gain height and then eventually you're gonna, it's going to be almost pulling you down. Well, as he pulled the release thing, it made the biggest bang. <laughs> I've, and I was a bit... <laughs> A bit touchy with the gliding things. I mean, flying at super high with no 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 power. Real, yeah, no power <coughs> control. It's quite scary. So, um, and I was kind of, I guess I was like 13, 14 years old. It's quite scary. Well, it was mainly exciting and fun. But this bang was so loud, it made everything shake. Like, as the, on the wings, it was like, you felt like a vibration. Well, it was because it was almost like as if it was pulling the plane vertically down as opposed to forward and up. So, because he just stayed on the, Oh, it was yeah, terrifying. I see what you mean. And I remember really, uh, really vividly, the guy had this like Marlboro uh, cigarette, but like pork pie, like hat. Brilliant. Like, like the kind of thing somebody would wear now because it was fashionable, <laughs> but he was wearing it seriously because he was just a throwback from the, <laughs> the 70s wearing aviators, <laughs> thought he was like some kind of gliding cast member of Top Gun. <laughs> Oh, yes, that well-known plane in Top Gun. <laughs> the, the glider. Had <laughs> <laughs> the element of surprise. It's silent. Yeah, it's completely no noise silent. All. all you get is just like whistling in the air. Scary. Scary, but super cool. If, if you ever get the opportunity to, if somebody's like, oh, go gliding, just go and, go and do it. So, so, so cool. So there's your homework. Go gliding. Go gliding. Try and organise that one. Yeah. Yeah. Go in the summer week. as well. Yeah. You got to go in the summer because you need the thermals. 
Yeah, because you uh, the heat, <coughs> uh, the hills rise you up, don't they? Yeah, like like cliffs. birds. Mm, exactly, like those birds that can fly for hours and hours and hours. Well, yeah, they they fly really close to the sea and they use the waves to um. Like al- I, think it's al- I think it's albatrosses. I think they're known for it. They actually use the the um, shape of the waves to keep themselves. Wow. Yeah. It's like to do with a bit like Flappy Bird. And current and stuff. That stupid game on the iPhone. Sort of like that. But except using the waves. Mm, the waves. Wow. Yeah. So there's they they basically have their wings out for ages and they don't have a flap. That's how they can fly for so far because they don't use any energy and they just um, use the waves. I what what happens when the when it's just a flat day? I don't think it's ever that flat and at sea. But you do get well, no, because sometimes well, you they see c- they do have wings. They can fly as well. Okay. They just they just choose to glide when they can. I suppose I don't know. Just extreme energy save mode. I'm not a or what's it called a bird person or. Th- Ornithologist. Ornithologist. Oh, we like a technical big word, not, don't I'm we? Not, I'm not an ornithologist. Oh, we do like a big word. We're a twitcher. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Right, so we have come from... We came from that bra woman. Michelle who I did actually find. I did actually find a video. We can hear how she talks now. Yeah, please. Or, or how she says her name. Here we go. I, Michelle Baroness Moon, <laughs> to swear... Moon. <coughs> Baroness Moon. Baroness Moon. I, Michelle, Baroness Moon. What's she being sworn in at? Uh, she's an MP. Or well, she's uh, in the House of Lords. Oh, she's being she's sworn b- in as a peer. She's a baroness, yeah. Baroness peer. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, that is the woman, <coughs> the <coughs> lingerie manufacturer <coughs> who picked up a six-year-old boy who actually turned out to be a 22-year-old estate agent from Vietnam. So we started there and wound up in gliding. Gliding. And we covered some... What did we cover on the way? Um, I can't remember. I don't know. Lots of stuff. Yeah, as always. Very... <laughs> oh, doink. Doink the mattress. Doink the, um, doink doink. the mattress. Doink, 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 doink. Doink, 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 doink. <coughs> so, yeah. Because <coughs> we all do more than just sleep on our mattress. Oh, so you've fallen for their marketing hook, line, and sinker. I am. I'm going to go to Ikea and buy a new bed. That's my homework for the week. For, oh, be careful doing that. They aren't standard size mattresses. No, I know that. So they're if not. you yes, won't be able true. to get a fitted bed sheet very easily, Good my tip. man. Good tip there. So there you go. I'll just buy my bed sheets at Ikea. This is a learning experience, this podcast, too. Yeah, you do learn. Hopefully you actually learn something every time. See? I don't there know. You yeah. Yes. But that's how it goes. All right, then. Good stuff. Thanks, guys. Thank you very much. Oh, oh hang, hang on. Oh, hang on. We, if you want to get in touch with us. Oh, yeah, please do get in touch. We'd love to hear from you. Same again. It, just give us a share. Yeah. It does. Um, It helps. Every little yeah. helps. Uh, and if you if you tweet us, we'll tweet you. Yeah, back. of course. If you uh, send us something interesting. Yeah. So, yeah. Righty-ho. And starter for 10 pod is yes, the, the Twitter start. Made a right hash of plugging this, <laughs> haven't we? Like the flip... <laughs> The We're not, before, not very good at plugging. We've almost been like radio DJ esque. Radio DJ. Yeah, a DJ. Tweet us at. Yeah. Starter for ten pod. Exactly. So yeah, yeah, we made a hash of that, but um, I'm sure if you want to, you know where to find us. Right. Catch right. you again soon. Cheers, guys. Cheers, then. Bye. Bye. A different future starts with you. That's why GoDaddy does more than help you find a name. You can create, sell, and get found online so any small business can make a change. We need a new generation of thinking, your way of thinking. Start different at GoDaddy.com. A different future starts with you. 
That's why GoDaddy does more than help you find a name. You can create, sell, and get found online, so any small business could be a driving force to create change or build an empire. We know old ideas aren't cutting it anymore, so we're calling for a new generation of thinking, your way of thinking. So whatever you have in mind that will help make a different future, find everything you need to get started at GoDaddy.com. Because the future isn't decided yet. It's up to us to make it happen. Start different at GoDaddy.com.